It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right. Uh, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady on a, uh, a Friday. Um, more bad news. Um, and, uh, well, was, the whole thing is bad news. Even even the fun stuff that we'll talk about later on in the show turned out bad because uh, Ubley lost in the state uh, championship game and uh, and really got outplayed uh, pretty badly. Um, more bad news from uh, the uh, the governor about uh, high school sports. And, uh, yeah. I'm not even going to get started right now oh, because it, I don't want the intro to go 30 minutes long. <laughs> and it will once I get going. And so let's just – yeah, good intro. Dennis, you're a pro. Nailed it. Let's take the break. And then I'm just unleashing. You, you know what I'm. Re- you know what I'm really unhappy with is yesterday we sat down uh, with Brandon Folsom from the Times Herald and we did two podcasts. Yes, and they are really good. Yes, they are really good. One was a preview of the girls' basketball season. One was a preview of the boys' basketball season. And we may play them next week, anyways, just because they're they're good shows. Even though at this point they are meaningless. Yeah, let's let's just take the break. We have a lot to get into, and none of it's good, and I'm still really pissed off. Yeah, we'll be back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, 
Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest-growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Trying real hard to make Brady smile, but I just can't do it today. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault. All right, first of all, there's a lot of things I, I want to say, and I don't know where to start. I don't want to get lost in this. It's all right. We I can think, always edit. I, <laughs> I think <laughs> the first part of this that really makes me – okay, so I'm trying to collect my thoughts. Start, start from so the beginning. beginning. So today, Governor Whitmer announces the new set of rules and orders to follow. Indoor dining can reopen on uh, – the, on February 1st with some restrictions, capacity restrictions, and a 10 p.m. curfew because we all know COVID's nocturnal. And then you have every, a lot of things can open, but what can open are nightclubs, water parks, and contact indoor sports except for professional so basically and NCAA. High, high school winter sports can happen. And it makes... Zero cents. Zero. Numbers are going down. Ohio and Indiana have not stopped playing high school sports. 99.6% of athletes in the pilot testing program, and probably that number has gotten better since I didn't hear of any kid, many kids not playing in a state final game. All, tell me if I'm wrong. 
all eight state championship games are going on just fine, right? Yeah. And that's I think one teams. one semifinal was canceled. And that was Centerville. they had an issue. That was Clarkston. Yeah, at, the Everett. Clarkston Evers. Yeah. So, okay. One out of 32 semifinal teams. And that could have been four kids. That the contact tracing forced them to stay out. We it could have been one kid. It could have. You don't know the situation. But 99.6, and you're going to basically delay it until it, this order runs through February 21st. That's kaputs on football or, I mean, basketball, hockey, and wrestling. There's, you're, unless you're way altering the spring sports season, it doesn't make sense. They've said follow the science, follow the science, 99.6. 99.6. Dennis, there's a lot of things you would do with a 99.6 success rate, right? That seems pretty good. That's basically, I mean, what, are you waiting for 100%? I don't understand what the weight is. Why are you doing it to these kids that were back in the gyms, back practicing? The, the mental health toll that it's told when you're, they get in there, they get ready, they're getting excited. We're talking about them. Brandon Folsom's going out and covering them. They're getting things ready for a basketball season, and you yank it away from them again. I don't understand this. Explain that to me. Like, just why is this happening? And to do it on 9.30 a.m. on a Friday when the state championship games are going on, so the MHSA is all at Ford Field? That is cowardice. You're, you're going to do it when they're all busy doing something else. Nine th- have you ever heard of a government uh, person in charge having a press conference at 9.30 a.m. on a Friday? Are you kidding me? You are trying to slide this under the radar as quietly as possible. Uh, I, I don't want to get the state football finals. I don't want to get political on the show, and this is just something that I'm. I don't know if anybody thinks about it, or because it was one of the first things that popped into my head is when you vote for governor next time around, all these kids you're saying can't play sports are going to be voters. <laughs> but have you ever, ever, except for like maybe you know, unless a bomb went off somewhere. A nine thirty a.m. on a Friday press conference. I don't. I don't, I don't follow government press have you, conferences. Have you ever closely, heard any press honest. conference anytime? I don't know. Maybe. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't tell me that there wasn't some thought. I'm. I'm just saying. I, I get confused. I, I. I get like, and, and there is hypocrisy. Like the 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 Pistons can play. The Red Wings can D2 play. D two basketball. Michigan State colleges can can SC4 play. SC four can play, um, which is good because we're going to carry SC four well, basketball and and to hope to fill some gaps here. Um, but and I get it. They have the money. They have the testing. If we could get the testing done, nine point six for football. Can't we get some kind of testing program for basketball? I mean, I realize we're we're talking about the entire state now. And when you didn't have testing in fall sports, was there any link to a high school event being a super spreader? Did you see it go from school A to B to C to D when they played each other? No, you didn't. There's no evidence 
that high school sports spread it. If anything, it was people at home coming into school. And now you're telling kids, go to school, sit in a classroom with people, eat lunch there, but you can't play basketball with them. Uh, and Okay, so at a restaurant, and I don't want to discourage anybody from going out to eat, right? but even following the rules, there are so many things that can happen in a restaurant where your food can get contaminated. And even when there is no COVID, that, I mean, it would seem to me that getting served food or playing basketball with a mask on. Have you ever been in a casino, Dennis? Casino, people are, you can't keep people socially distanced in a casino. You can't. Unless you're limiting the number of people who can actually come into the casino at one time. what they're doing, but like. Have but you, you have, have to really limit Have it. you ever gone into a casino and left and go, wow, I feel clean right now? <laughs> no, you feel like you need a shower. Bingo. Like, how many people can go into the bingo hall and play? Ten? Which, all these are open, by the way. All of these are open. It just... Bowling. What Are, are we limiting teams that each team can only have three bowlers? So, the best response... So that you can sit everybody... The best apart. response to this by far, was Cardinal Mooney's coach, Mike McAndrews. He, after the news, he goes, how do you break this news to the players again for the 10th time? Maybe we will go to a movie, then go bowling, then grab a bite to eat since that's all safer for them. So, And I realize we're biased. This affects us in a, in a big way. And, and um, you know, you're not far removed yourself from – playing high school sports i'm a little further removed right but i mean so so we can empathize with what the kids are going through um it affects us as as a business um trying to get really still trying to get started up yes um and and get and get our footing it's it's been very difficult so yeah we wear it on our sleeves a little bit well but there there just does seem to be a lot of inconsistencies and what they're telling us is okay to do and what they're telling us isn't okay to do but i'm with you i I don't see the big difference i I don't see the numbers that say high school sports is the typhoid mary of this disease and it's causing it to i i don't see it you it's also in the same token i have a hard time arguing with somebody who wants to protect young people which yes i understand that that is fine you know what would give that argument a lot more credence if you couldn't go to a casino, if bingo halls weren't open, if bowling alleys weren't open, if restaurants weren't opening back up, if this was just one of many things closed, you can understand it. You get that, okay, well, you know, they're, they're doing it to be safe. Again, whether you agree with that or not, you can understand the line of thinking, which is different, which I try to do. Which part, part of it, too, um, has, is going to be economics. Yeah, they make um, the, money the, off the, taxes yeah, from the, casinos. The, the economy is bad, and they, and they want to get as many businesses opened and, and that, too. And high school sports isn't, gonna, isn't a, a situation where it's involving a lot but of money. you've been around high school sports Except for now officials can't officiate for, now and make their money. And You've been covering high school sports for the better, almost the better part of two and a half decades. You've seen high school kids... The road, you saw it today at Ford Field. What it means to these kids to, f- to be able to play. 
to you see the reactions, not even in state title games, what it means for them if they win a league title, when they finally beat their rival, when something they've worked towards for not again, if you've never been an athlete, you might not understand. High school sports, some of these kids have been working towards this since seventh grade. Some Marine City, junior football starts in fourth grade. All that time you're thinking, I can't wait to be on the varsity. I can't wait to play basketball at Port Huron High. Those that senior class at Port Huron High, they grew together since they were sophomores. They took the, they went one in nineteen two years ago. They were not good, but they knew they had a greater vision, and now it's taken away from them. Why? Because of point four percent. It. It just blows my mind. And if, if I could at least get some sort of answer, like I, when something – I don't agree with something, I try to go, okay, how are they – like what was their thought process? I might not always agree with the thought process. Like when we debate things about sports, I can understand the thought process of doing something. It wouldn't be the way I do it, but if I can see how you got from point A to point B, I can get under behind it. I can't get behind this. Beside the fact it's either political, there's some sort of other agenda, it seems like high school sports are being used as a pawn, and I hate it because these are kids just trying to live out the last time a lot of these kids will ever play true organized sports with a team in high school. Because then they're going to have to grow grow up and 95% of them aren't playing college sports. Yeah, that's that's the other bad part about it is um, you for a lot of people this is it like it's a very small percentage that go on and and play college sports it, it's a smaller percentage than from that that go on from college and play professional sports so I mean yeah for, for a lot of people the, these these are important times um which is basically just saying what you just said, but trying to say it in a calmer voice. There, there's no, I, it, I can, it just, there's no words. No words to describe it. This is someone that has both played last year, I coached. You see what it means to these kids. You, you get a connection. And I think I would have almost rather it been better had on the initial pause, they just been like, all right, we're going to try again in the spring. No winter sports. Then you're not yo-yoing this whole thing with these kids, making them think, oh, we have a chance, we have a chance. Nope, just kidding. It's, it's like I, it's the, I'm just so frustrated with it. It makes no sense. The inconsistencies, and you see other sports that are neighboring that haven't stopped playing. You see the results that say 99.6% of student-athletes test negative. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious also what goes into this. Like, are What's they the look? What are the they looking pilot at testing program then? Well, are they looking too at Ohio or or Indiana or other states where high school basketball is being played, and are those states reporting huge COVID outbreaks related to basketball? And so Michigan is saying, well, we can't allow this to happen. Or are the, the numbers decision was good? Made- in those states, which would then suggest, well, why not go Wasn't ahead and play? Wasn't the point of the t- pilot testing program to understand how – See, I don't know what the point of the pilot exactly. testing program was. Exactly. The point was football, It was a way to get football and volleyball right, and swimming 
finished. But you're but using you want them to follow the science, which we've been told every month since March. And now we have science with football. There's not much more of a contact sport than football. Maybe wrestling is more of a contact sport. But with those players are testing at a 99.6 negative percent rate, what do you think is going to happen in basketball? What's going to happen because they're in a huge gym that they're going to test positive that COVID's going to explode? What... These kids, and they're staying in the same geographic area. It's not like even in the NBA where they travel all across the country. No, yeah, that's that's the other thing. Like the the Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, they're leaving the state and coming back. I mean, the, I, I don't care what protocols they're in. They're in contact with as many or more people as any high school team would be. Yeah, and guess what? There's more people on a college campus. Or there's more people around that. It, it just makes no sense. High school sports and high school athletes are taking the brunt of this for no other reason than it's political. I mean, I've given you the reasons. There is not one piece of evidence that has shown high school sports cannot play safely. They were going to play with masks. They were going to play with every type of restriction they were. The kids can adapt. They've done it. So let them adapt and stop cutting them off at the knees. All right. I'm going to take a break here. And, uh, and I'll let you catch your, your breath and your thoughts, and, and we'll continue the conversation uh, in a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. 
For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady on a uh, Friday podcast, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast, where more bad news was uh, released. So, yeah, uh, the uh, I know you don't want to talk about dates. So this new order is extended to the – 21st, which kills the month of February. And the rumor has it from back channel sources that they're going to just call the winter contact season. They're just going to cut it off because yeah. there's no point. And, and try to hope and, and I guess try to reload in, in the spring. Um, I don't know. It, would it be worth it to, to if you could in there's some no way? There's no guarantee in – I, there's in never tw- been a guarantee. Twenty days, you'll uh, be able to play. The, the, but there's never been a guarantee from August, um, and and we did manage to figure out a way to get the football season done and some of this other stuff done. I know it, it's frustrating, but is it is it better to to play ten games of uh, basketball than to play no games? But I mean, okay, you look by February twenty first. So I mean, technically, they can still do non contact practices. Those can start. But, okay, February 21st is a Sunday. You have one week of February, and then what? When do you want the playoffs to start? To not go all the way into mid-late April, where spring break is. Because that's going to be an issue. No, that this order just killed high school basketball. It killed high school hockey, and it killed high school wrestling. So... I mean, I'm happy for the people who can ski, bowl, and uh, what other non-contact winter sports are there? I'm not even sure. Yeah. Competitive <laughs> cheer? Sorry. I think that's a contact yeah, sport. Yeah, no. sorry. Gone. Sorry about your season. 99.6 wasn't, uh, wasn't good enough. It just wasn't the point of the pilot testing program to find out how many kids are testing positive, and how it's transmitting. To learn, to understand, to get data we didn't have before. So what good is it when you get the data if you bend it over and use it to clean yourself? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, again, I I don't know what they did with the data. I don't know what the. Uh, I, I was never quite clear what the pilot testing program was for or was going to prove. I mean, it was. It, I'm glad they got to finish the high school football season. That is a positive. I'm glad they got to finish volleyball, and I'm glad they got to finish swimming. And, and I, I give I gave the MHSAA a lot of credit. They fought. They scratched. They clawed to get the fall sports season played and completed. Are they going to roll over on the winter sports, or are they going to scratch and They're, fight and claw like they did for fall sports to, to try to get so apparently, winter sports done? So apparently, this is coming out right now. 49 seconds ago, Folsom tweeted this out, that the MHSA was blindsided by Whit- Governor Whitmer's announcement. Um Saying, yes, it announced, quote, we found out about the decision at 9.30 a.m. like everyone else, and we will address it as quickly as possible after taking the weekend to collect more information, Isle said. We do not anticipate the delay in winter contact practices and competition, and today's announcement has created many new questions. Obviously, this was disappointing to thousands of athletes who have been training with their teams over the last week and watching teams in other states around Michigan play for the last few months. So again, it comes back to me, this is the most cowardly press conference. You don't tell the MHSAA, who works directly with the government, that is a basically, it's a private entity, but it works in conjunction with the government. And you do it at 9.30 on a Friday when the state championships for football are going on. That organization's biggest event of the year. Are you kidding me? You might as well have just put a carrier pigeon and said, no sports, sorry. Sad face. Yeah, that's uh, getting that information that uh, they had that no idea unacceptable. that was coming. Uh, is, uh, that, that does make it cold. Um, so blindsided how can your direct can mark aisle be or you will whatever be blindsided by this at least before they knew the mhsaa knew what was going to happen it might take it might be just a little bit before but they found out how do you not tell them that one of this this huge thing in michigan is just not part of the conversation so that tells me they weren't even at the table. They didn't even ask them. There was no talking. You asked them to scratch and claw and fight. They weren't even in the ring. They didn't know where the ring was to scratch and claw and fight. Well, now they do, and so now we'll see what kind of a reaction yeah, that they have on yeah, Monday. They tell them 30 minutes before the first game of the state final weekend. So they have two days. They're going to have to be at Ford Field the whole for Friday and Saturday, and you're going to expect them to come back. Yeah, don't tell me that that press conference time was not calculated with that in mind. A 9.30 a.m. press conference, 30 minutes before the state football championship gets off. Okay, yeah, that was just a normal scheduled press conference, and I have oceanfront property in Nebraska to sell you. I don't know. Does the does the governor even even care about it or think that it matters to pay attention to even know that it was going on? That apparently not. Apparently not. Are you kidding me? I didn't. Th- He'll be better when we go play bingo later tonight. Yeah, yeah. When I can go to the bar and get a drink, or go bowling, or go to the movies. 
Yeah, that's but, what we'll do. But, we'll, we'll do some bingo. We'll catch a movie. But and- God forbid, heavens forbid, that these 17-year-olds that have been proven not to transmit this disease or test negative at almost 100% rate shoot an orange ball into a rim. God forbid they get a little rubber puck and skate around on knives and then shoot it at a net. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? And, and I, I still argue that, like, for hockey, it, it would be it would be. You easy. have the they, face card yeah, on the helmet. They, they already, yeah. In, in high school sports, they already have to wear face shields. That you, you could design a, a face shield that would be COVID effective. And, just and have, you, it's right there. Yeah, I, I so th- that one. Like, it's right there. Are I, you I never kidding? got that one right right from the beginning. <laughs> Um, basketball, I thought it would be a little bit, uh, tougher, but then again, on ESPN, I watched a, a high school basketball game from, I, th- I think they were playing from Florida yeah. and the kids weren't even wearing masks. They were letting them play and they didn't even make them wear masks. They had them socially distanced when they were out of the game. Right. Like the, the benches actually had plexiglass right. between the chairs. But um, but on the court, the, the kids weren't even wearing wearing masks, NHS, and everything seems to be fine because I haven't heard any news stories out of Florida of mass death from COVID due to high school basketball. But the MHSA wasn't even consulted. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So you're just gonna just okay? Well, high school sports doesn't matter. It's not like thousands, hundreds of thousand kids participate in that a year. It's not like the M- that it's a huge part of a lot of kids and a lot of adults and creates a lot of business. No, no, don't even bother talking to them. Are you kidding me? That's malpractice. In, in a normal year, like uh, like watch the ugly game today and then people weren't really allowed into Fort Field. There weren't very many fans. The there. entire town of Ubley would have been. The entire town of Ubley. Ubley would have shut down and the entire town you would have been at Fort Field this Centerville. morning. For that game, everybody game. from Centerville would have been at Ford Field. One side would have been Ubley, one side would have been Centerville, uh, and that that entire stadium would have been filled with people. When Marine City went, the three times that Marine City went, they shut down Marine City. You if you have. if you wanted to do something in Marine City that night, you weren't going to find anything open because everybody was uh, that that entire opposite side from the from the broadcast. Uh, the, the year I did the, their one, um, it was all black and orange. All black and orange. Yeah. The entire – this stuff matters to people. It does. But, no, let's act like it's a nuisance and just throw it to the side, not even consult the MHSAA. Blindsided. And this isn't someone who's, you know, oh, works there as an intern or PR. It is the director of the MHSAA. Does that it blows my mind? How do you not talk to them, or at least say, "Hey, this is uh, just so yeah. you know, so you can prepare yourselves." This is what's going to happen because it's Friday. not. It's I don't know. It's not like it's all over the news. It's not like you have something called a sports section in a newspaper that in towns that aren't named Detroit or Grand Rapids maybe Flint or Saginaw, are mostly exclusively high school sports. I don't know. It doesn't matter to people. I don't know. That's why Jim Weimer was a legend here. 
You say that name in St. Clair County, everyone knows who he is. Why? Because he made people matter with high school sports. Yep. And you're telling me that you're just going to take it away and not even talk to them. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I know who Brady's not voting for. Uh, <laughs> I just – I have to. Otherwise, you're going to – I'm going to drop over and and die before me, and and we can't let that happen. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll we'll change the subject. We'll talk about ugly football, and we'll try to be positive for the the last part of the the podcast, although I'm pretty positive that we we won't be able to. We'll we'll slip off Mm. (laughs) again, but we'll try. I promise we'll try. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. 
Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Um, and, uh, again, uh, in a somber mood with uh, another uh, well, just a furious uh, mood, a, 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 a pushback that, yeah, is basically going to – and any chance of the winter sports uh, season happening for high school uh, sports. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing my best to try to contain. Uh, I'm letting Brady do his thing. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I, I We can try to talk about ugly. Well, I mean, but- I, I can't control what I can't control. And screaming and shouting and yelling about it might make me feel better for a few minutes, but it isn't going to change the situation. Uh, as uh, the, the owner of Get Stuck on Sports LLC, I have to say, okay, well, SC4 wants to work with us. Mm-hmm. We'll do their games. Um, uh, initially, we were looking at doing home games. We'll, uh, I'll go talk to Dale Voss. Maybe we'll do home and away games, and that gives us 32 games over 16 dates between now and April. The, the spring. And then in the spring, hopefully, high school baseball and softball will be allowed to, to be played along with the other spring um, sports. And we'll cover that and, and we'll survive and we'll keep doing the podcast. I know it'll be difficult because there won't be a lot of new information to talk about, but you know the the coaches have been very responsive. They've been great guests, um, and, and we can maybe get a few more on on the show. And, and this, uh, I'll use this as an opportunity to get to know people better. Well, um, you know, and and whatever, try to make a a, a positive out of it, and, which and, I think we've actually did a pretty good job since we've had to do this in friggin' November. Yeah. And and we we've been able to do it because they always kind of threw that carrot out that okay it's only for this long it's yeah. only for this oh, yeah. long November and then uh, they, a three they, week pause yeah they just a three week pause driving oh, and just dra- past dragging the new out, year but. just past the new year oh just a couple more weeks now <laughs> all right at the end of January maybe if you're good you can get sports in January oh nope sorry weren't good enough gotta wait till February twenty first oh that carrot it's close though oh you almost got it last time so anyways i can only do what i can do and i can only control yeah and what i can what control I can is control. yelling because um, i'm pissed i know you are i'm pissed probably when i was your age i would have responded and probably did respond the same way in similar circumstances but, but like i just i'm older I, now because, and I, again i know i can only do well, what yes, i can part do. of it is yes it directly affects me it affects the part of me growing little behind the scenes 
I'm in the process of buying a house right now. Little more personal for me. I also have seen and worked with and have family members that are high school athletes in Michigan. That, and I, you see how hard they work. You see the time they put in. And for it to be treated like it's nothing really makes me mad. Because you, I mean, you heard Brandon Folsom talk about, well, you didn't hear it because those podcasts won't air because now they're useless. Yesterday. We might still run them just because they were good podcasts. Yeah. Yesterday, <laughs> we had Brandon Folsom came in and recorded the Boys and Girls preview. He probably named half a dozen different names that have are in the best shape of their life, have taken the weight room seriously, and have become a really good athlete. What is that for now? They did it because they wanted to be a good basketball player. They did it because they wanted to help their team win a championship. Teams like, like groups like the Port Huron High girls, the Croslex boys, come around once in a generation. Dennis, you've said it at the time. Before, like maybe this year or last year, the team that everyone still talks about in this area are the Zulofs from the 80s at Port Huron High. Yeah, it's, it's been a long, long, long time. In fact, I'll say this is the, the first time uh, in all the years that I've been covering sports in this area that anybody was even remotely excited about a basketball season. Well, not like there's always like the fans that are excited, but you there was more of a buzz. It wasn't like you have had really good St. Clair teams. You've had really good Port here on high and northern teams and Marysville teams that have made that have won districts yeah, well, and mean, maybe won a regional game. Other other than New Haven, um, uh, uh, with, with their even then, with their run, but yeah, most people look at New Haven not really as an area team. Although I, it's kind, it, it's I, weird. I think they are. It's weird. They never were, and then they were because they were doing good and. It, anyway. it, it, it's it's five minutes from Richmond. Right. But anyway. But, I mean, you know, uh, uh, like, again, a lot of people didn't embrace that and didn't consider that part of the year. But that's really been the only thing in basketball right. for a, like, a long time. Like we the had, odd good player, but e- even with, with Weimer, Northern didn't win anything. Right. Like, you have these teams that win a district, but usually get stomped in either the first or second round of the regional. And you had two teams. And because of the way the districts are set up, we're always going to get area teams that go to the regions. Right. And we had three teams that we wouldn't have even been a little surprised if they went to the quarterfinals with Cardinal Mooney, Port Huron Girls, and Croslex Boys. And now it's just, well, thanks for coming. Sorry. So anyways, Ubley worked hard all year on the football field. and They I did. do want to talk about them. Uh, they played center field uh, in the uh, or Centerville, excuse me, in the D8 finals uh, this morning at Ford Field. Uh, they lost the game 22 to nothing. The better team won. Uh, I've got to say that right now. I didn't know oh. much about Centerville, but they got their seventh <laughs> shutout of the season in 11 games. They gave up four touchdowns all year. I don't. I really don't mean to come back to this, but I just got a text from someone. Report that. Um, the MHSA, you know how they found out? They were sitting in the press box watching the Centerville Ubley game. And that's how they found out. What do you want me to do about it? I don't know. <laughs> but it's just absolutely – I 
it blows my mind how – And I'm sure Governor Whitner, Whitmer will go to sleep tonight and not lose a, a second of sleep about the way she informed the MHSA or didn't. That Doesn't make their, it right. Their winter season is – Does not make it right. You can you will never convince me otherwise that this press conference wasn't strategically planned, knowing damn well what group of people are going to be pissed off from the news, and knowing that the people in charge of all that are going to be busy with their biggest event of the year. Cannot tell me otherwise. Cannot. That would be like the day before boat night going, oh yeah, by the way, the Yacht Cup's going to close down in a month. And no one paying attention to it because they're all over there or something like that. Like, are you kidding me? If you're going to say it, if you truly believe what you're saying, if it's actually something you believe you're doing the right thing, then just say it. Have some conviction. Don't hide. Have a press conference. Say, this is the right decision. We believe this is for the safety of our children. Say it. Don't hide at 930 on a Friday before the state championships of football. At least if you did that, I could respect your wrong decision. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just. It's just, you have to laugh, otherwise you're just going to go and uh, uh, Again, you, I, I get everything you're saying. I feel everything you're saying. There's nothing I can add to what you're saying, and there's nothing I can say to comfort you. Um, it just is what it is. But again, what I can do is tell you, Ubley had a great football season with a freshman quarterback. They went all the way to the state championship game, just the second time in school history they ever got there. And then they ran into a, a, a buzzsaw in a Centerville team. More like a brick wall. That, uh, yeah, in their first state finals, first time they'd ever had double-digit wins in a season. Uh, they go 11-0. and 0. Um, You know, I, I – I saw the the stat and, and said the stat on an earlier podcast about they'd only given up 29 points this year, mm. seven shutouts. It's like, but I don't know who they, they play. Uh, you know what? They only gave up 29 points this season because they have really good defense because Honestly, Ubley watching, is a good football Watching team. that first half and the uh, basically that whole game, it reminded me of the second half of Marine City's Frankenmuth. Yeah. Just a dominant defense taking over. And it, it was just awful because I got the call. Like, I was ready. I sat down. I'm like, all right, get to watch some football. You know, Ubley's playing for a state championship. I think we were two plays in, and I got a call warning me, hey, this might happen. So, but, no, congratulations to Ubley. Don't – shouldn't feel down about your season. You started off one and two in Ratford Field. It was a wacky season, but you know what? Hey, only one team in each division ends the year with a win. You're at Ford Field. You have a freshman quarterback. First-year head coach. Yeah. It's not like Ubley's never going to be back. Again, that's easy to say now, but they had a hell of a run. And the Bearcats, they will, at some point, they will eventually break through that glass ceiling and leave Ford Field happy. But I just, like, the, for, for Centerville, just some of the numbers and the way – they controlled the well, football Ubley game. didn't have a first down until the third quarter. There, there was under four minutes to go in the third quarter before Ubley got a, a first down. Um, and at that point, uh, the first downs were 11 to nothing, and they put that stat up on the screen, and like on the next play, Ubley mm -hmm. got their first first down. Ubley got five first downs in the whole game. And that was basically all in the fourth quarter. They had 24 yards of offense 
with under four minutes to go in the third quarter. They they finished with I think it was 134 yards right. of offense uh, in the game because again, yeah, they they got some numbers. I think Carson Haleski finished with. 67 yards. He got 36 yards on the last carry of the game as time ran out. Yeah. And this and, is a kid that rushed for 1,200 yards this year. And, and 20 I think he's ran for 3,500 in his career. Um, but it's – Got a 300-yard rushing game either in the regional or the – Right. In, in one of the rounds. Yeah. What was the set you had going into their um, – with again, under four minutes left to go in the third quarter. Their longest drive was four plays. Yeah, four plays for nine yards on their first possession of the game. They went for it on fourth and three and got stopped a yard short. That was their longest possession of the game until the fourth quarter. Yeah, so. So that was that was pretty good. There were some cool things that happened. Um, you, you had a kid, uh, his name is Tyler Swanwick. He'd caught two passes the entire season, and he had four catches for 97 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Um, you had a the center, the starting center for the team. This is a team, the Centerville, that, that runs the football, runs the football. Run. So this kid is snapping the ball and blocking and is a big part of what they do. Um, on their last drive, they put him in at fullback, and he had four carries for 31 yards. Um, and they gave him the ball on fourth and goal from the one. He got stopped. Carson Oleski made a great tackle. But, like, it's moments like that that make you love high school sports. And it's why I'm so mad that that won't get to happen. I know. But I enjoyed I enjoyed watching that part of, of the game, even though by that point you'd already given me the news to spoil my day. But I still – I enjoyed that part of the game. And um, uh, uh, Devin Gardner, uh, who was doing the game on Fox Sports, Detroit color analyst, mm-hmm. he was loving it. That that was actually the only moment of the game where I didn't want to turn the volume down on him. <laughs> yeah, that was – yeah, at one point he was talking about his 10-year-old playbook or – yeah, it was – Yeah, he, he, he was interesting. He was he green. Was, he was trying, but – He was a little green. <laughs> The, the the chemistry with him and Johnny Kane wasn't wasn't necessarily all there. No, but but, but it's it's I don't think there. they've ever worked together. Probably not. But uh, but but at any rate, he was he he was having fun, and it actually made it fun for me too, because at that moment, everybody watching that at that moment probably felt like they were a high school kid playing in the game. And isn't that a great feeling to have? It like is. a high school kid playing in a high school sport. So maybe they should have invited the governor down to the game so she could see that stuff. No, she was too busy traveling to D.C. Well, maybe she can come back uh, from D.C. with some tests and some vaccine and we can play high school sports. Is there, is there anything else? <laughs> no, there isn't. Okay. I I'm... I might still be mad on Monday's podcast. Well, maybe we'll run the the, the basketball ones next week and we'll get figure that and give maybe, you some some time yeah, to recover. Hope, hopefully, they'll have something on Sunday or Monday because hmm, shocker, the news came right before their biggest event of the year. That wasn't planned or anything. Like it just it just makes me mad that that they're hiding behind it. Like, because they know it's a, it's not the the popular. They're politicians. All politicians. I don't care 
Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative. I don't care. They're all idiots, and this is the way they have always operated since the beginning of time and, and the conception of those ideas. And why mad. are you surprised by it? Because it makes me mad because it's affecting me more now than it ever has before. So mm. it makes me angry. All right, how f- we've gone long, haven't we? Because I yelled too much, and my head's probably still pulsating. We're fine, but but we yeah. we can end now. Do you yeah, want the last word going into the weekend? I, no, because we'll have to edit it and bleep it out. All right. Um, we'll be back next week with something. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.